Ah, uh, go back home. Yeah. It's actually more apropos to say, uh, I think I'll go ahead and stay home. Kokomo Arnold, Sissy Man Blues is the name of this song. It's an old one. I like old music. Yeah, that's some good stuff. All right, well, we didn't come on here to uh, <coughs> talk about music and cough into our shoulder. Coughing, that is definitely something that has a uh, new added twist to it these days. I, I know that I, uh, I'm suffering with allergies right now and it's normal, but uh, when is the allergies not allergies? So we're living in a post-COVID world and you know, just to give you a little introduction, my name's Jay Wes. And uh, you are listening to the Post Panda podcast. Now, here, here, here's my thought process behind uh, Post Panda. So here we are in episode number one. We came up with some ideas. Uh, let's see, what, what would be some good ideas? Uh, some names for a podcast that's, uh, that's post after, um, after the COVID thing. What, what, what would be a good name? And I, I came up now, now mind you, my last name is Post. And so I, I just thought it would be fun and, and funny, uh, to, uh, kind of use a, a play on words and name it Post something, you know? And, uh, I thought about, uh, post-apocalyptic and uh yeah that uh, that that fell right out of the sky that that no that that's just uh way too intimidating just way too uncomfortable um a little too much and then i thought well how about post-pandemic and uh yeah that too exploded and went into oblivion pandemic it, you know, that's kind of a sketchy word too, especially right now. So I thought I would shorten pandemic and call it panda. Yeah. So uh, that's really the thought process behind the post panda podcast thingy. The idea is uh, what's it like surviving through what we've survived through now, but uh, even better, better than that. What, where are we heading with this? Like, like where, where, where's our life heading but how can we actually better control that? Now, here, here, here's the concerns that a lot of people have. Number one, are we going to die? Okay, that, that's, that's the number one concern that people have. But as we're, we're opening up the economy, as we're heading more into uh, regular workers entering the workplace, you know, we have the essential workers who are out there uh, risking life and limb sometimes, um, literally risking life. Um, you know, where are we, where are we heading with this? And, and, you know, let me give you a little background on, on myself. Um, it's, it's interesting. I, I, uh, come from actually a corporate background. I, I've, uh, worked in the corporate game for a very, very long time. I got my first corporate job when I was 20 years old, back in 1994. And, uh, quickly uh, made my way up. I was a manager by uh, 22. And uh, from there, rode the wave. I don't even know what else to call it, but uh, played the corporate game for a very, very long time and, and felt like I was pretty good at it. And I got to the point where just recently I decided, hey, you know, I make all this money for everybody else. 
why don't I go off and uh, start a business of my own? So I uh, tried to figure out what I wanted to be when I grow up, you know, because 25 years in corporate world. And, uh, you know, there's far more stories in my past that I'm going to be bringing up as we move along uh, this uh, journey together. But, uh, but really, let's just kind of talk about what got me to the point where I am right now. And uh, hopefully there's some things in there that you can take out for your own well-being. But, you know, here I am in the corporate world, work my way up, geez, as high as district manager. You know, the guy that shows up to your work and everybody's nervous and cleans up their desk and makes everything around nice. You know, the dog and pony show for that guy or gal, you know, to, to come in. Oh, no, corporate. I was corporate. I was that guy. I was the guy that showed up. And and then my life kind of decided, I just decided to slow down a little bit and, and uh, took lesser responsibilities, which, you know, you take lesser responsibilities. It doesn't mean that your life actually slows down, does it? No, you just get busy with other stuff. So really, no matter where you are on the, the, the rung um, of where you stand, you will always be busy in, in, in your job and, and everything is as essential as anybody else's. So just because somebody is a regional or executive vice president or any of those other words that are just titles, um, it doesn't make the person who they are. Um, it's really what they are that makes them who they are. And I think that we can go ahead and directly correspond that with our own lives as we move forward. But I decided to start that business. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, here we are at the end of 2019. And uh, I finally decided what I wanted to do. And, you know, I'll be honest. You know, with startup, starting a business, branding, doing the whole nine yards, I, uh, I started investigating opening up franchises. And essentially what I did is I found a franchise and I opened one. So uh, there you go. Beginning of the year, I started my journey. So pretty much all of January was just getting ready, you know, doing everything that comes into it. December was the same thing, securing funding, getting everything online, setting up LLCs, doing the whole business shang, setting up, gosh, you know, your tax ID, all of that junk, all those things that you don't think about when you work for somebody that somebody had done before you came along. And I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's uh, a lot of fun. I, I know quite a bit about it, but it's, it's a little nerve wracking. And then January rolls around. Here we are in 2020. Start moving forward. I sign on the dotted line. I signed. That means that I was three weeks worth of training and a trip to Las Vegas away from opening my own business. So the long story short to that is, went to Las Vegas the end of February. No, take that back. It was the end of uh, the end of January actually. Made it back home February. Did everything I needed to do to hunker down the last of the licenses and things I needed to have on board in order to uh, actually operate in the state of where I reside and. 
I opened up business on the 6th of February. Then I got sick. Pretty sick. Long story short, who knows? The end of that illness came around. We started marching into uh, March, huh? No pun intended. Unlike the post-panda. No pun intended there either, right? Anyway, so uh, yeah. Yeah, then all of a sudden uh, this coronavirus is an issue. COVID-19 is a problem uh, because it's starting to affect us. It's not just affecting you know, Italy, it's not just affecting China, it's not just affecting everybody else, it's, it's starting to, 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 to rear its ugly head here in the, in the United States. My, my goodness, we, we never thought of anything like this. And the next thing you know, almost overnight, pretty much everything shut down. So uh, word to the wise, um, try not to start your business right on the eve of a pandemic or as I like to lovingly refer to it, as a panda. That uh, that was a quite eye-opening. So I've been surviving it and dealing with uh, a lot of the things that you hear about on the news, you know, and 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 see and read about and and uh, listen to about small businesses and trying to make it and you know wondering where some of the funding is going to come from and where's life going to be. But really what that reminds me to do is let's look back. Let's look back on a lot of stuff. You know, this isn't the first time we've been through something like this. Gosh, you know, there was a pandemic in 1918. How many people remember that pandemic? You know, pretty much nobody. Um, That was over 100 years ago. And there are a few people that were alive back then. Not a lot. Not a lot. And uh, not a whole lot of reference points. Here's the problem with issues that we have no reference point to. They suck. Right? Like, how do we know what's going to happen next? We don't. How do we know if it's going to be okay? We don't. We don't know any of that stuff. But we know where we came from. We got to learn a few things from history. I, I know some guy more famous than me said, uh, if we don't learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it forever. Did you like my doom voice? Anyway, yeah, so we got to learn from where we came from. We've been through stuff before. Not that long ago, we had uh, September 11th, 2001. We all know of 9-11. I know where I was, but not everybody was alive then. However, we changed a lot. Not just the people from New York, but the people from all over the country, the people from really all over the world. We, we changed the way we went about stuff. And we changed our brains, our, our way of doing things, our routines, you know. Right now, people say, oh, try to, you know, the experts, you know, psychologists and whatnot will say, hey, try to stay within the same routine. Okay, 
yeah, that's not really going to happen. But we do have to be malleable. We do have to, um, as I think it was Confucius said, we have to bend like the weeping willow in the breeze. If we don't, we're going to snap. We're going to lose our minds. We're going to, you know, it's, 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 it's tough. And where's the money coming from? When's my job going to start back up? We, we've got all of these things that are, are right there in front of us. And, you know, do I have all the answers? Does anyone have all the answers? No, no, because it's unknown. But I do remember the first time I went to a football game after 9-11. I remember that football game. I remember very clearly the team that we were playing. It was the Air Force Academy. Now, the Air Force Academy, as many people know, is, is one of our, uh, our uh, great prestigious military schools in, in Colorado. And uh, every time you play the Air Force, not as long as there's something around, like, a, you know, a, a base or something like that, a lot of times they will do a flyover. And typically in the stadium that I attend, they would fly, like, F-35s, S-16s, you know, these, these, these wicked rad airplanes, like jets, right over the top of you. Amazing, amazing to see. But, you know, that year, all those jets were gone. They were over in the Middle East, and uh, I'll never forget. They flew a refueling jet over the top of the stadium. Now, mind you, refueling jets are big, huge, cumbersome, gigantic hunks of metal. And I'll never forget it, banking left. <laughs> and it was going to fly over the stadium, and it was flying right at us. And I remember everybody looking at each other going, um, is this where it ends? Like, you know, I guess I'm okay with this. But no, the guy pulls up, flies right over the top of us. Usually there's big cheers, but it was very odd. There was more gasps of relief. Now, I've been to oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of football games ever since then. I've been to some bowl games where they fly jets over the top of us, and guess what? Never once since then have I worried about those jets or planes crashing into me. But at that time, I did. We made a lot of changes back then. We made changes to the way we lived. We made changes to the way we commuted. We made changes to the way that we did things. And we moved forward. So we're going to move forward. We're going to get through this. You know, it's it's just a blip on the radar screen, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, there's volcanoes that have erupted. There's The world's been hit by giant meteors that tilted it on its axis and done crazy stuff to get us to the point where we're at right now. I don't think that this is the end of everything, and that's fine. But now comes the what comes next moment. Well, we always look to leadership, right? We're always looking to leadership. You know, who's going to who's going to tell us what to do? Tell us where to go. So currently, where were we and where are we? You know, where are we headed? Well, who knows. 
but we do have this crazy strength inside of us to be able to get through it and to not act an idiot. You know, I, I was reading something this morning that domestic abuse has gone up some 20%, 20 percent, 20 percent domestic abuse. You know, they liken it to a lot of things. And the abusers aren't able to uh, get away from those that they abuse because there's no work. And then the bills are stacking up and they're right there. But the abused, they don't have their jobs to go to either. Those jobs are respite a lot of times for these folks. That's how crazy things have gotten right now. Zoom birthday parties, things like that. You know, if you want to look towards change, look towards the younger generation who are actually handling this Zoom thing pretty well. I mean, I know a lot of people that are my age and older, we're looking at each other during this Zoom stuff and thinking, ah, this is so dumb. It's so impersonal and everything like that. But a lot of these kids, you know, heck, they meet up in Fortnite, a video game. They meet up. They say, hey, I'll meet you later. Well, back when I said, hey, I'll meet you later to my buddies, that usually meant, gosh, I'll meet you down at the 7-Eleven at 2 o'clock. But no, they say, hey, I'll meet you later. And it's going to be on a video game system. So they're taking you to that quite, quite well. That, that, you got to learn a little bit from that. You know, we've, we've got to be able to adapt to that. And there's a lot of things during this post-panda time that we need to reach out to one another. We need to reach inside of us as well. You know, we can, we can help other people, but you can't help other people unless you're able to really help yourself in that situation. So let's talk a little bit about that fear and anxiety. We're filled with it, you know? Fear, what's next? Anxiety. God, that anxiety stuff hits at crazy times, right? Middle of the night, hits, crazy times. But you know, you can't overcome that. You can remember that things are going to be okay. And I'm going to do a series here of, of where we talk about that. I'm, I'm going to take a lot of my personal stories from my past. I've been up and I've been down. And now I'm a business owner. But here's, the, here's what I want to do. I want to make a deal with you, the listener. Email me, jwes.postpanda at gmail.com. That's J-W-E-S dot P-O-S-T-P-A-N-D-A at gmail.com because we could do this. I'm Jay West. This is the Post Panda Podcast. Remember, we got this. Hell yes, we got this. Don't forget, subscribe to this thing. There's going to be more coming frequently. Frequently enough that you might want to listen again. Have a great one, y'all.
anytime you say you want me back again. That's the time I'll come back home to you.